Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 85 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest. Peju Abuchi. Hi Peju, how are you? Hey Juliana, I am great. I am excited about joining this podcast. Um, yeah, I've been looking forward to it for a while now. So I'm excited the day has come and we get to chat. Yes, thank you so much for um, yeah agreeing to come on. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here. I guess for the people listening who might not know who you are, and I guess for myself as well, because I'm meeting you, well, speaking to you properly for the first time, but can you tell us more about who you are, what you're interested in? Yeah, that kind of vibe. Absolutely. So um, as I said, my name is Feju Abuchi. I am a Yoruba girl from Nigeria. And I am married to an Igbo guy. We have three children. I work in education. I'm also a poet. So I like to fuse the two together and call myself a poet educator, which is educating through the power of poetry. I have a degree in law and business from Middlesex University. I then went on to do a master's in international studies and diplomacy from SOAS, which is the School of Oriental and African Studies. And I love to fuse the fine art of diplomacy with the heart and creativity of poetry and really speak life into situations and bring words to life as I speak and share and poeducate. That's what Mm. I love to do. Stringing words together, bringing meanings out, bringing life to my words and speaking life into different situations. Amazing. Speaking of um, bringing words to life, I don't know if you want to share now because I'm intrigued by the poeducation that you speak of, but would you mind sharing or could you um, share a poem um, with us before we begin? I would love to. So obviously... October is um, Black History Month, but I very much believe that Black History is for life and not just for October. And I just want to start as an introduction to say that no one can say it better than Martin Luther King Jr. We remember very famously his words, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. And I love that so much, which is why I prelude my poem with his words. So I've called this poem, We Are Not a Color. We are not a color, we're a revolution. Embrace us fully and let's end this commotion. We're not a threat, we're an inspiration. Engage with us and let's change the constitution. We're not weak. We were born to strengthen every generation. Come with us to a more beautiful destination. Open your eyes, your heart and your mind. You'll learn a few things that will make you more kind. And kindness itself is a treasure to find. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. The darker the night sky, the brighter the stars. The darker the veggies, the more potent the nutrients. We are not a color. We're a decision, a decision to live, to love, to endure. 
We're not a threat. We're an invitation, an invitation to learn, to hear, to see there's more, so much more than a color, a threat or weakness in my gene pool, which leads you to conclude that I'm not fit to rule. So you spread lies and rumors that are plain cock and bull. And then what people see is an obstinate mule and a very big fool. Seriously, seriously, this is so, so uncool. Just let the world see us as we truly are, an undiscovered jewel created by the great I am, because that's who we truly and deeply are. We're not weak. We are transformation, transformation that grows through the frustration of half-truths, little white lies, and the ongoing cessation. We want to rise up and shine, enrich like red wine, flourish without paying a fine, to dare to win and not whine, to refuse to decline like cheap wine, but to recline in the loving arms of the divine. We are not a color. We're a revolution. Thank you. Wow. I'm clicking my fingers. Well, if the mic can pick it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. You've spoken a lot about um, words and the power of it, and you shared um, your poetry. But I'm going to ask you the question which I ask all my guests, which is what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? I am extremely excited to bring my full name, Adikbeju. So people, most people call me Beju, but actually my full name is Adikbeju. And um, I'm bringing that on the platform this morning because I, I believe very deeply that when you are conceived in love and when you're birthed in love and you're named in love, then you really own your name and you own the meaning. And um, my parents are both in their 80s right now. They've been married for over 50 years. Wow. And I know as I stand here today as a 40 plus, I feel really loved by my parents. And I own that love. I feel like I was conceived by their mutual love. And I felt like when I was birthed, there was so much love. There was a desire for me to be born. And when I was named, it was intentional. It was a powerful blessing over my life. And I still own that. My name, Adipeju, means the crown is complete or the crown is now complete. <laughs> and uh, my parents and I have this joke because I say to them, well, if the crown was complete, why did you have my younger brother? Why wasn't it just <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't it just me who finished off the, I, um, I'm number five out of six kids. So oh, wow. I thought I would be the end, but you had a, another child after me. So was the crown really complete? Um, <laughs> so we have a lot of that. Um, but the way I hold that name is that I am complete. I am complete as a person. Um, and we are, our names have such, such power um, also, we are from the royal family in Ileife in Nigeria, part of the Otutu royal family in Ife. My great-grandfather was the Oni of Ife, Oba, Ajagun, Lawarikon, Ademilui. So again, I hold that 
And I am very much now speaking about black royalty and how we all need to own it. We have come from um, a powerful source. Uh, there's so much royalty in Nigeria. And um, yeah, we need to really step into it and own it and allow the world to see the diversity in royalty. So that's the name, Adipeju. The crown is complete. I know back in the day also, um, there were there was a tradition where grandparents sent names. Um, and that's quite different now because with my kids, my parents sent names and my husband's mom sent names, but we chose the names that our kids would bear. But back then when my parents were naming us, they also gave respect to their parents. So whatever names their parents sent were, um, is what the kids then became known as. So maybe my grandparents were like, okay, guys, enough. Number five, the crown is complete. <laughs> enough. Okay, leave your lives now. <laughs> maybe that was a, a, a name, but also a warning. Wow. But I own it. I own it uh, fully and completely. Have you always been in a place where you've fully embraced, you know, the context, the story and the meaning behind your name? That's a great question, actually. I've all I've loved, I've always loved the meaning of Beju, Adik Beju. When I first moved to the UK uh, many years ago, over three decades ago, it was very difficult for people to pronounce the name Beju. And so I decided I would make it easy for them. And so there, there were many variants, Peju, Peju, PJ, and people say, oh, it sounds so French. Are you French? It's such a Peju. It's like Bijou, a French name. <laughs> and um, I, I, I mean, I'd say in my youth, it was all fun and games. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want people to constantly say, excuse me, what was that again? I beg your pardon. I would make it easy for them. So there was definitely a turnaround where now I pause when people say, what's your name? And I say, Beju, I do get the, sorry, say that again, for people who are not uh, Nigerian, because there's a, there's a blending of the initial sound, be, Beju, mm. which not everybody has. But I pause and I allow them and I, I'm like, yeah, Beju, I say it again. And they're like, can you spell it? And I spell it P-E-J-U and they try and I give them space and I give them time, but I'm like, that's my name. And so that I've come back full circle where I'm owning that name because I was given that name out of love. Now I am owning the fullness of the pronunciation you. Wow. I guess I was probably saying it wrong when I introduced, well, when I said your name so far. How would you teach someone how to, you know, get that sound out? Like, do you have any tips for saying your name as authentically? So let, let me challenge. Let me challenge you to say it. You try. Try and say Beju. That's it. Beju. Beju. Um. So it's a blend of it's a KP blend. Be Beju. I am. I am. I'm patient because my my children. We're not born in Nigeria, so they haven't grown up around that sound. And so they're also learning to call me as their mom. 
by the proper, when I say this is my name and they say page, I'm like, it's not page you, it's page you, page you. It's like you fall into this blend, this beautiful blend of a K and a P, page you, page you. That's it, page you. It is, it is a, um, what's it called? It's like a, with names, it's like a, learning a new language when you come across a name that you've never heard. So I guess it's beautiful Absolutely. like to be able to teach people like, oh, this is the sound, this is what it means, not to shy away from the authenticity of it. Absolutely. And it, it's important to be patient with people. There's some sounds um, in names that I've heard that I have initially struggled with. But I think my starting point is I want to call your name right. And when even when people excuse me and say, oh, no, 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 it's fine. You'll never get it. I think, no, teach me. I want to get it. And that could even be somebody from a different part of Africa or mm. somebody from the continent of Asia or when they try and excuse me, I'm like, no, it's so important to give people that respect. It's dignity. It's no, I want to get it right. I will try because it's important and it tells a, an amazing story. There's something very vital and vivid about being named and we need to give the respect to people whose names are different and try. It's all about trying and we need to be patient with, with each other. But if you want to get it right, most, I'd say 99.9%, you'll get it right. I love how you said it. There's something vital and vivid about being named. I think that's so mm-hmm. beautiful and true. Like for anyone, like whether you've got like a, what they say, English or biblical name or Hebrew name or a Nigerian name, Yoruba name, Ibo name, whatever, like the fact that your name says something that is, yeah. I just think it's so special. Yeah. I think parents are are amazing. And for most of us who have names with meanings, not everyone. I mean, there's some friends who I ask, oh, does your name have a meaning? And they're like, no, my mom just picked it out of a book. Or my dad liked the name of this actress or this actor and decided that I would fit the name. And that's fine. But there's so many of us who have names with meanings and I think these, these are conversation starters. Instead of shying away from, oh, kind of excusing yourself and saying, oh, I'll never get it right. Just, oh, what does it mean? And then you can birth a beautiful conversation that connects you to something deeper than just the name. But what is the meaning? What was happening in the world when you were named? What was happening in your family? What was happening in your country when you were named? It is, it's, it's, I love those conversations. And it really opens up a, a person to you. It open it opens up something quite deep um, in someone when you explore the name and the meaning, the uniqueness. It's a very beautiful conversation starter. Very much agree. There's been some um, people that I've interviewed, just for context and a little plug, but that I've interviewed throughout the seasons of this podcast and their names are direct correlation to what was happening in in their home country at the time. So we had um, Tembelichle, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but she was from South Africa. She was born, I think, just um, after Nelson Mandela was released. 
Um, so her name reflected, her name means beautiful hope. So oh, I wow. guess was alluding to the hope that her mother perhaps had for her daughter and in light of the nation's sort of new hope. Amazing. Um, That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Then we had Kwe Hoon recently, I think in the last season or the season before, her name means in the war. And she was born, I think, just as during the Sierra Leonean civil war, um, when the rebels, six days after the rebels had entered Freetown. So her, her name literally means in the war. Amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, when you were mentioning that, it was just like, yeah, like sometimes names speak to what's happening contextually like in the world around the mother who or the father who is choosing to name their children and even just hearing that from you you're not the bearer of that name but i think i'd love to get to know those people i'd love to hear their story Mm. stories are powerful and names a lot of names carry stories behind them and I, i i mean i do know of some people who have changed their names because they want to tell a different story. That's something that happens in some people's lives. But I know personally for me, I love the meaning. I love the relationship I have with my parents. Very positive still, even into their 80s. And I feel like it's um, it's an honor. It honors them when I hold the name in high esteem, when I, you know, kind of, stand tall with this name. And my father is probably the only one in the universe who still calls me Adikbeju, my full name. And he says it with pride. There is love dripping. It's also so encouraging to hear of the beautiful relationship that you have with your parents. That's, yeah, so encouraging and special to hear. Thank you. Thank you. That is a big feather in my bow. I mean, you've mentioned your mother yourself. Um, How did you Mm. and your husband go about naming your children? I know you said he's Ibo, you're Yoruba. So how, like, did you have a process for that? And do they have Ibo names, Yoruba names, a blend of both, English names too? Like, Wonderful question. I love, I love the direction you're going in. So as I said, I'm Yoruba. Yes, my husband's Ibo. And we decided they would have uh, Igbo names and Yoruba names. Um, and so my parents sent my parents sent Yoruba names, and my husband's mom sent Igbo names. And then we decided that we would choose we would choose Igbo names for the boys. I have three boys. Um, so our first son, we called him Lamar. Is his name Lima Limarachi? is the full name. Mm. Um, and it means to look up to God fervently as our first son. We wanted that to be his, his destiny, um, to look up to God. My husband's mom sent the name Chidera, which is about destiny, speaks into the fact that he was meant to be born. And um, my, um, my parents sent the name Oluwaferomi, which is God delights in me. Um, all beautiful names. So beautiful. And um, they have meanings. They have meanings. My second son, we called 
Zikora Nachukudimma, which for short Zikora, which means tell the world that God is good. Mm. And um, when he was born, we were in a great space and there was abundance and my husband had got a new job and we were excited and so that name for us spoke into the season of life we were in. It was a season of goodness, a season of abundance, of prosperity. And we named him, Tell the World That God Is Good. And um, he, he lives up to that name. It's, it's very special to see the connection between him and the name he bears. Um, and I'll tell you about the name my parents sent for our third son, Oluwa Nikon That's a Yoruba name. God is the only one who is wise. God is the only one who is wise. And for them, it was a significant name because I was hoping for a daughter. We had two boys. I, I was expecting a third son. And I was like, what am I going to do with three boys for crying out loud? This was not the plan. <laughs> and um, my parents sent that name for me to rest in the knowledge that God is wise. He knows. He chose well. And um, yeah, that definitely stilled my heart. So the, the three boys have three different names, Igbo names, Yoruba names, but they're very much speaking into them or speaking into the season they were born or speaking into the hope that we have for them. So beautiful. All those names are so, so beautiful. Thank um, you. They are. Wow. Do you, how do you, like, do they... I mean, from what you're, the way you speak and just speaking to you the last few minutes, like, it feels like you instill so much love, like a legacy of love that travels from the love that your parents give you. I feel like that also, you instill that in your own kids. I'm just making an assumption just from speaking to you. But how do you, yeah. like, um, encourage your children to be confident with these names that perhaps to the English tongue or to British, like to someone who's like British born, not Nigerian, might struggle with like understanding the full extent of the name and how to say it, pronounce it. But how do you encourage them to embrace it? Yeah, um, I, I love what you alluded to. Um, and I return to what I started with, um, when you're birthed in love and you're conceived in love and you're named in love, it really carries you. It carries you through your life. And I feel that with my parents and I feel like it's really significant because I know I'm loved. I know I'm believed in. I know I'm seen by them. They're the most loyal people in my life. It is a blessing because I know it's not everyone's story. It is a blessing. And I feel like that blessing has overflowed out of me and been poured into my children. And we tell, we tell my children, we, we tell them about the meaning of the names. And when you're young, you think, mm, yeah, thanks, mom. Yeah, that's cool. But I also speak over them. I speak, I speak their names over them. I remind them of the meaning of their names. I remind them of why we named them those names. 
And even at a point in their lives, they're young, they're boys, they're interested in other things. I hold that. I hold that for them. And a time will come when they will have to step into it, step into the greatness of their names. But before that time comes, I hold it. I'm stepping into that for them and holding the beauty, the power, the brilliance of those names on their behalf until they're ready. I also want them to be excited about having Nigerian names. We are in a, in a society that's very mixed and very diverse. There's an eclectic variation of cultures. And I want them to, to hold the, the joy of, if people ask them, oh, that's a different name or that's a unique name. It's a Nigerian name and it means this without any negativity attached to because there is no, they also were conceived in love, birthed in love and named in love. So that legacy that I experienced continues to bless them and so forth and so forth is, is the goal uh, as they have their own families, that there will be that standard already set for them. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I, I personally love Nigerian names. I love Yoruba names. I love Igbo names. I love Hausa names. I was speaking to a lady yesterday who's from the Ogoni tribe and we were talking about her name. It's so beautiful. Names mm -hmm. are without putting a barrier and saying, Oh, that's different. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Different is there's no negativity about difference. Just from what you said, like, I think names also speak to, um, I think you touched on it before about like dignity, the dignity of a person, the dignity mm -hmm. of life. And I feel like we might, we might be in a culture that devalues life in different forms. Mm -hmm. You see it through like, you know, violence and in all kinds of ways. I'm going to say on a state level, from a state level to like a inter, I don't know, cultural, you know, family level sometimes. But I mm -hmm. think names um, speak to like recognizing that life is valuable. Like when you know someone's name, as opposed to when you just see a statistic or a figure, you treat them differently. Mm -hmm. You see them, you know, as a human being first, like, you know, that's someone, that's a, that's a human being. Like that's an image bearer. That's someone who God, you know, cares about. Not to go with spiritual, but yeah. That was very beautifully put. And it's true. I have nothing more to add. You've, you've nailed it. Absolutely. The name over the statistic. And even for those people who say, oh, my name doesn't mean anything. There's actually a story as to why your dad or your mom or your parents, if they chose it together or separately, or if a grandparent chose the name, there's sometimes and most times there's a reason, there's an inkling, mm. there's an intuition, there's a blessing, there's a joy, there's a connection. I mean, it might be, oh, she, my, my dad just liked that, that musician. Well, then there's a positivity that comes with that name. So whenever he calls you, there's, there's a joy, there's a connection to something positive. I want to ask you, actually, do you expect your, when your children start having children... Would you, you know, not expect, but would you like 
the tradition of naming that grandparents are given in the Yoruba or Ibo culture to continue? Would that be a thing that you're almost looking forward to? Oh yeah, I would, I would, it would be a joy. It would be a joy for them to trust me enough and trust my husband and I as grandparents to say, you know, could you bless your grandchild with a name? Um, I'm not going to impose it, but I would hope that we have the sort of relationship where they desire it and invite us into, into that part of their, their own legacy. Yeah. I would, I would love to be invited into it. I'm not going to force it um, because I know with us, we chose, we would name, we would give the names that they would formally bear and we would accept the names that came from my husband's side and my side, but we would choose the names that uh, would be their official names. So if my boys decide that um, they want a different way of doing things, then Absolutely. There has to be respect on our part for their decision. But I hope to be invited. And I'm already thinking if I have a granddaughter, I would give her this name. (laughs) I guess we're coming sort of towards the end of our conversation. But if there was one final word or sentiment you wanted the world to know about your name or names in general what would it be adikbeju means the crown is complete or the crown is now made complete and i hold that i hold that it's important for us to feel complete and not to incessantly spend our lives chasing that little bit extra that little bit extra that little bit extra There's something quite powerful in sitting with who you are, sitting in who you are and being able to say, I am complete. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And if the beautiful divine creator says so, then I sit with it and I own it. I hold my head up high. I stand tall in it. I walk out into the world with it knowing that if I'm complete, I can go and be a blessing. The overflow of that completeness is to bless other people and other spaces. And with poeducating, my goal is to speak life, speak life. And um, that's what I want to end with that. I love that so much. Thank you so much. And let me say your name properly now, because... I can't be speaking to you these past minutes and then go back into my comfort. Beju. That's Beju. Beju. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have had such a blast this Tuesday morning in October. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's been a joy. It's been an absolute joy. I want to know, do you have any like um, plugs, any events you've got going on? I mean, this is coming out end of November. But I mean, mm-hmm. for, where people can follow you and see more, see and hear more of your poetry. Do you have any plugs? Um, oh, yes, I do. So you can find me on YouTube. Uh, the name Beju Abuchi. You can also follow me on Instagram at Beju Abuchi, where I am a powerful poetic presence. You can also connect to me on LinkedIn. Same name, 
Beju Abuchi to follow what I'm doing. I look forward to connecting with more of you on different spaces and hearing about the power of your names as well. That would be great. Thank you. Incredible. Yeah, guys, make sure you um, check out Beju on all her platforms that she's shared. So yeah, that's the end. I'm going to stop it now. Thank you for listening to the No Shame In My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods